This is Pet Life Radio. Let's talk pets. And good morning, good afternoon, welcome. You are here live with Dr. Jeff Weber, your host for the next 30 minutes here on Pet Life Radio's live home show. Ask the Vets with Dr. Jeff. And um, live, that's the word of choice. Call in, because that's what we want you to do. And you can call in, you can join us online. Um, you can go on to actually PetLifeRadio.com, click on the Ask the Vets with Dr. Jeff tab, and you can scroll down to the link, the Google Hangout link, and join us live here on Google Hangouts. You can also use the old-fashioned way. <laughs> it's pretty sad when you think about it. phones being the old-fashioned way, but 877-385-8882. Once again, 877-385-8882. Um, you can just join us, um, click on the link, and make sure you're in front of your phone with a camera, make sure you're in front of your laptop with a camera, and you can literally join us live here. Any questions, any comments, anything you want to talk about, about your pets, that's why we're here. It's free. It's free advice. It's free info. And that's our goal here. I want to sort of enhance the bond with you and your pets, make it fun. Hopefully you enjoy yours as much as I enjoy my 11, four dogs, six cats, and my little hamster, who's <laughs> who's just the most amazing little thing. You know, people always say about hamsters, oh my God, they're not great. Your little kids, they bite. This thing, I don't think he knows his bites, not even his vocabulary. And, um, and he's a Russian dwarf, and they're usually a little more nervous because they're so small. Anyway, uh, no, he's adorable. So um, anyway, from news here on uh, Ask the Vet Show with uh, Dr. Jeff, Pet Life Radio, and that is we have a new sponsor. We want to welcome Pawfume. It's our new sponsor. And just so you know, it, it's sort of a collaboration. It's a collaboration with me and our good friends at uh, Pawfume. And basically, what we want to do is, as many of you know, I've had a product line in the past. And um, so this one is my seal of approval. We create basically the finest Best smelling, that's the name of perfume, <laughs> safe and healthy grooming products for dogs. They're amazing. They last a long time and they're very, very effective. Basically, what I try to do is bring veterinary quality to you um, without having to go to the veterinarian. So we have, you know, like a, our grooming sprays, great for between baths, a healthy coat, amalgam spray. I keep this product in my own office because it's so great. It's really good. Hypoallergenic, alcohol-free. It's got all the good stuff. pH balance, you're going to have a nice, clean, healthy coat. So you can check us out online at www.pawfumepremium.com. And uh, so it's www.pawfumepremium.com. And, um, you know, as always, we're going to have our three products that we're starting with. It's our skin and coat emollient. Basically, you know, like when you have dry skin and you want to protect your skin, you put like cream on. Well, we don't really have anything like that in dogs, but now we do with our emollient spray. My first aid spray, for those of you who are older, maybe like me, and you remember Bactine. Well, you know, most of the group of things when we have to ask someone to put something on at home, what do we have? We have like the triple antibiotic ointments. We have things like that are greasy, that are oily. This is a spray, non-alcohol, and it's very easy to apply because you don't have to touch the area. It's great for hot spots. And our ear cleaner, you know, basically, I'm not have to mention the chain, but my ear cleaning formula was the number one seller at this particular very large chain based in San Diego. That's about the best hint I can give you. And uh, they took it off the shelf. Well, they didn't take it off the shelf. What they did was they copied it. They copied my product with a lesser inferior product, but made it the same color, same bottle, and charged less. People started buying it. And it's like, that's not the way you treat good retailers. So that's why we're going online. So you don't have to deal with this kind of garbage. 
So um, basically, I'm very excited that uh, Puffy and I got a chance to get together on this. And uh, it certainly has my seal of approval. And um, if you want to just get, you know, get some more information. And by the way, one of the things that I, I offered to my customers, and that is you get some free veterinary advice. You can always get a hold of me here at Dr. Jeff, Dr. Jeff at PetLifeRadio.com. If you have any questions about your pets, about your pet skin, health, well-being, uh, you name it, no problem. Just go ahead and send me an email and we'll get back to you. Once again, it's www.PawFumePremium.com. And um, let us know. We'd love the feedback. And as we sort, you know, sort of get some sales going, we're going to introduce my shampoos, which are next up in line. My gentle shampoo, my two-in-one conditioning shampoo, and my whitening shampoo are absolutely amazing. So um, look for those two, and uh, it's it's really really good stuff. Anyway, as many of you know, part of my show, I like to go in and sort of talk to you about some really good stuff. Things like, I always like to go through the news and see what's going on. What's going on in the vet world? Because you guys don't get a chance to see that. And I get it all the time. So first thing, the first thing I saw, which is interesting, because I always have a plan of what we're going to talk about as far as my topic. And my topic is going to be today. It's got time of year. It's April already. The weather's changing. So we're looking fleas and ticks and um, and heartworms. So we're going to get to that in a minute at the end of the show. But interestingly, the first thing, the first warning, the first news item at the AVMA Smart Brief was flea and tick control. So here's something I found very interesting. And consumer electronics, they emit sound frequencies, usually you know up to about 20,000 hertz. We don't hear it, but our pets do. So what their concern is that they're doing some studies with lab animals on these higher frequencies, and they found that these animals were affected, their sleep patterns, their endocrine cycles, their heart rates were affected by this frequency that we don't even hear. So just something to be aware of that our dogs and cats can actually pick up these frequencies and may be affected by some of these things that we didn't even think about. Another thing, LED lights. So we know what LED lights are. They have a flickering and it happens so quickly that we don't note it, but our pets do and also has an effect on them. So if you're going to get some LED lighting, apparently you can look for ratings on the LED lighting and you want to look for something that says low flicker LED, low flicker LED. And that's uh, something that's sort of outside of that range uh, that affects the dogs and cats negatively. Finally, we knew it would happen after the incidents with United Airlines, but the International Air Transport Association, working with veterinarians, animal welfare experts, and government agencies, basically developed a program that is going to validate standards for safety and the welfare of animals that are being transported via air. There are going to be some uniform standards that these airlines have to maintain. Right now, it's voluntary, but ultimately, if this thing works, the program works, that we're going to see this as a regular. So what's going to happen is the airlines are going to have to abide by these standards, and hopefully incidents that happen with that poor little French bulldog in a overhead bin won't happen again because that was really shocking. And I, you know, I get nightmares just thinking about what that poor dog was starting to feel like, not just being left in the dark, but my fear is what was the temperature control like in those bins? What was the oxygen flow like in those bins? So, you know, I know it's in the cabin, but did we get the same thing in the bins? So that was a, a big problem for me and uh, clearly a problem for that poor little dog. We talked about raw food diets for many weeks. I can't remember going through my news pieces and not 
seeing something negative about some raw food diets. Now, again, you guys can draw your own conclusions. That's fine. Don't shoot the messenger. But basically, Aero Reliance, the makers of Darwin's Natural Pet Products. Now, when you think of that, Darwin's Natural, you got to get this feeling that this is, you know, we're, we're talking survival of the fittest. We're talking evolution. And this got to be, this stuff has got to be great because, of course, their dog's ancestors ate this. It's Darwin. Meanwhile, they received formal warnings from the FDA that there are problems with their plants. They think it really breaks down to their cleaning solutions that are supposed to be killing off these bacteria and the techniques using to supposedly kill bacteria, if anything, are contributing. And they've had cases of E. coli, listeria, monocytogenes, and salmonella. So these are the big three. We see these continuously again and again. I know that, but just so you know, it's out there. I mean, this, my daughter has the edible, I think I've talked this before. If you guys, if you want to hate me, go out and look for edible, E-D-O-U-G-H-B-L-E. It is edible cookie doughs. You can get it online. You can get them at something that Trader Joe's has them. You can get them at Whole Foods and some, depending on where you live. They're in a lot of stores, but you can get them online. Edible. She has to test. She uses heat-treated flour. Why? Because E. coli is in flour. All right? So that really is a shocker. And raw eggs. Raw eggs. Salmonella. So in her product, there's no raw eggs. So it's, it's no eggs. Heat-treated flour to eliminate these things that are really common pathogens. So it's something you just need. To, it's everywhere. So when you are not going to cook your food, just like her raw cookie dough, this is raw meat, raw food. You have to take the, the necessary precautions as you're producing that food. So a little frightening because we talk about this a lot is that, you know, people get so lax when it comes to vaccines, when they go for a long time and you don't hear about anything. So you figure, ah, oh, you know, I haven't heard of a case of Parvo and so and so. So let's, I'm going to let it slide. Well, here's a case. A feral cat in New Britain, Connecticut, found dead, turned out to have rabies. So now the big concern is how many other animals did this poor cat bite, attack, and what is the potential disease transmission? We're talking rats and squirrels, coyotes. There are so many animals out there, including, of course, dogs and cats, and of course, people bitten by these. So, so you have to be really, really careful. The recommendations, of course, are keep your pets leashed when you're taking them for walks. Don't let them run free. If you have a yard, make sure it's well fenced in and do not leave food outside. Nothing that could attract these animals to your property, to your pets, to you. So um, anyway, it's real. It's a threat, something to be concerned about. And lastly, speaking of this and raccoons, we know raccoons get rabies. So there was a, a number of raccoons in Youngston, Ohio, a number of raccoons, literally they were described by witnesses as behaving like zombies. And uh, I mean, literally zombie behavior. And they thought, oh my God, oh my God, it's rabies. Again, no, canine distemper virus. Distemper virus can affect a lot of these animals as well. And for some reason, when it comes to raccoons, they look like zombies. So if you see a zombie raccoon in your area, uh, you still, you don't want to mess with it, but um, it is uh, something that is probably not rabies. It's probably distemper. So anyway, we're at that time. We're going to take a quick break. We're going to come back. We want to welcome your questions, 877-385-8882, or uh, better yet, join us here, Google Hangouts Live, go on to Pet Life Radio, click on Ask the Vets with Dr. Jeff, join us on the link, and we can talk pet. But we're going to come back and talk about springtime. Please, ticks, heartworm. We've got to get you guys up and running. So, uh, all right, we'll be back after these short messages. We'll be right back, right after these messages. Stay tuned. 
Hey, cat people, litter box smells always on your mind. Think about your cat, not the box, with World's Best Cat Litter, the litter that delivers big odor control in a tiny package. World's Best Cat Litter harnesses the concentrated power of corn to trap odors deep inside the litter. Ready to knock out smells and use less litter? Find World's Best Cat Litter at Target, Walmart, and in your local grocery and pet stores. Does your dog itch, scratch, stink, or shed like crazy? Come to Dynavite for help. Order a 90-day supply of Dynavite. Pick up two bottles of Lico Chops, get the third bottle free. New improved Lico Chops with omega-6, omega-3, vitamin E, and now six extra direct-fed microbials. Even better for the digestive tract and immune system. And dogs love it. Try Lico Chops. Buy two, get one free. This is Henry Lukasevic for Dynavite. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. And welcome back. You're here live with Dr. Jeff. Um, firstly... I want to let you know that um, I convinced them we're put the E back in fume. So it's P-A-W-F-U-M-E premium.com. And um, I'm visiting the website right now, and it, it looks great. So just so you know, perfume sounds great. It's like I say always people, you know, my last name is Werber, and I was going, okay, Mr. Weber. I said, no, no, it's Werber. Don't lose my R. And I think just think, think of the Gerber baby food with a W. And if it was with a G, I wouldn't have to work so hard. So uh, anyway, fleas and ticks. All right. They're, they're all over the place. Heartworm. Now, some parts of the country don't have heartworm, but there are many experts would say you should continue treatment all year round. I know a lot of people don't like the use of drugs when it's not necessary. So if they, you know, they're living in an area where you don't really have fleas during the middle of the winter or in some parts of the country that it's so hot and dry that fleas don't do well, they only want to do things seasonally. That's up to you and your veterinarian. I'm okay either way, as long as there's protection. However, most parts now of the country, you definitely want to make sure your pets are protected because when it comes to fleas, we know there are a lot of problems. I would say one of the number you hear so much about these specialty foods. And again, I'm all for it. And I really, obviously, there's no, as we've talked before, there's no such thing as the best food. And if you want to go out and buy something that's convenient, that is less expensive, but it's name brand, it's at the market. So it's, and it's, you know, that's fine. I'm not, you know what? It's not for me to decide. That's like telling, making decisions for me. Somebody else telling me that McConnell's is better than Haagen-Dazs or Ben and Jerry's. No, 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 no. I, I like what I like. Well, your dogs like what they like too. So if you look at you know all these things and you hear the this high school kid working at the pet store who's you know just making a little few dollars extra after hours and he's convincing you what the best is really like he knows. So and then you buy it. And guess what? You come home thinking, oh, my God, I just bought the best. And you put it in front of your dog and he looks at it, takes a sniff and walks away. Well, guess what? It ain't so great anymore. You know, it's like it's like I say, would you rather have like a Rolls Royce with no engine, no steering wheel and no seat or that little Toyota that's fully stocked and loaded and gets you everywhere you want to go? Yeah, it's great to say yeah, I have a Rolls. I can't drive it anywhere, but I have one. I mean, who cares? So the thing with foods, you got to get something that your pet's going to like, good shiny coat, nice stools, energy, etc. So when I say, you know, the thing with fleas and ticks, and you, it's something that you need to work out with yourselves, you have to make a decision. And there are a lot of choices to be made out there. So what are you looking for? Are you looking for something oral? 
We're looking at something topical. And when we think about the problems associated with fleas, flea allergy, way more common than food allergy. In fact, even the experts will tell you, the dermatologists will tell you, when it comes to food allergy, maybe, maybe 15 to 20% of all allergies in pets are food related. So you guys are busting your chops. You're running out to get all this hypoallergenic, non-this, non-that, non-GMO, gluten-free. Meanwhile, guess what? That's not the problem. So these are things when you have that itchy dog, you need to work with your veterinarian, come to make some good choices, decisions about what this allergens could be. What are the symptoms? How is the pet scratching? Where is he scratching? How often is it happening? Is it seasonal or not? First hint is that when dogs get worse, spring and summer, you know, it's not food because you don't let, unless you, of course, change their food during spring and summer, but most of us don't. So they're eating the same thing. All of a sudden they start itching a lot. It's probably not the food because if it were the food, it would be year round. I would say the, the best way to sort of differentiate between food allergy and a household allergy, something that's there all year, like house dust, house dust mites, you know, wool, kapok, you know, something in the carpet, a cleaning sub, uh, agent that you're using, it would be all the time. But when the allergies are coming seasonally, you have to think of seasons. And you got, therefore, you got to think of pollens, you got to think of fleas, etc. So it's very important because we have, of course, tapeworms. People always, you know, they want to make a diagnosis. A lot of times they get mad at their veterinarian because they take the stool sample in. They see the worms. They see the worms crawling over the butt. They see the worms on the stool. They take the poop sample in and the vet comes back and says, no, it's negative. What do you mean it's negative? I can see the worms. Well, I explain that for most of the techniques that we often use in-house, in-office, a fecal flotation, the tapeworm eggs are often usually not shed in the stool. So therefore, when we do a fecal float, it's called, we may not see the eggs. We'll see the roundworms and the hookworms and the coccidia and the, and the whipworms, but we may not see, we'll see even sometimes Giardiana direct smear, but it's very hard to see the tapeworm eggs. But you make the decision at home. So if you come in and say, look, I saw these little white rice flakes crawling on the, you know, on the stool and a little dried, like look like sesame seeds when they're all dried up around the anus, and then we do our fecal and we have, we have a negative fecal, here's your answer, it's tapeworms. So those come from fleas. So you want to talk to your veterinarian. There are some oral products that are great. One of the oral products I like a lot actually gives us 12-week protection for fleas and about eight weeks for ticks. Other are really good protection as well, once a month orally. But you kind of have to, when you want to put together a regimen for both fleas, ticks, and heartworm, then it's going to be tough to find one product. There are some that do it. And so again, you want to talk to your veterinarian. Oh, well, ticks are, you know, sometimes year round, really. If, you're, if you live in an area where there are a lot of ticks, you, you got to go year round, for sure, for sure. And again, these products are very effective. Now, if you don't want to do fleas and topical, there's a great collar that you can use for ticks. And, uh, you know, that is, it's also good for several months and uh, very, very effective. And you can also put it on only when your dogs are outside hiking. So you don't have to leave it on all the time, even. That also is an option that you have. Of course, the topicals and, you know, topicals have, there's no one right answer. If you have little kids, little toddlers running around and hugging and petting your dog, you may not want to use the topical, use the oral. If you have a dog who refuses to eat or doesn't like to be pilled, you got to go topical. So use what's best for you. But the ones, the products out there through your veterinarian are very, very safe and effective. Let me make just a little, little caveat here. There are products that are available over the counter and some of them are older products that were sold through veterinary channels. And the decision maker decided, the, the companies decided they want to go OTC over the counter and pet specialty to better serve you. My concern is that some of these products, and it's not the products themselves, the products themselves were very effective, but they've been out on the market for almost 20 years, 15 years. You give me an insect that has 20 years or 15 years to develop resistance, and guess what? They're going to. So the products themselves were excellent. But what we're starting to see in the laboratories is the R word, 
The R word stands for resistance. And the products containing imidacloprid, fipronil, safe, 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 but probably may not be as effective anymore. Not because it was a bad product. They were great when they first came out. They were the best. But over time, and all of the products that we're using today that are safe and effective 15 years from now, we're not going to be, which is why these companies are continuously working on science to come up with new formulas to handle these pests because they are, they are really pests. And they are, I mean, when you think about a single female flea being able to lay 40 eggs a day, 40 eggs a day. I mean, that's amazing. So when you start seeing a lot of fleas, whatever you see in your carpeting are usually baby fleas, newly hatched fleas, because the adult fleas, once they have taken their first blood meal, they become obligate blood suckers and they need pretty much live on the pet. So that's why we're more concerned. We used to be very concerned with, with environmental products, okay? The premise sprays, things like that, the foggers. We're less so now. Why? Because we need to treat the fleas on the pet. Once that flea jumps on the pet, takes the first blood meal, it becomes an obligate parasite. And if it can't find that blood meal again, it's going to die. And if it's on the dog and the dog is treated, then it's going to die. So uh, understand, it's very important to work with your veterinarian, get the right products for your pet, and just be also aware that if you buy things online, they may be bootleg. So there's not necessarily a guarantee. Most of the products that we sell are going to be guaranteed by the manufacturer. But if you buy it from someplace other than your veterinarian, it may not be covered under the guarantee. So these are the little things that you need to check out and look for. But there are many, many good products out there. And whatever your veterinarian recommends is where I would recommend as well. Now, ticks, likewise, there are some of the flea products that don't do ticks. Most of them are flea and tick. So um, they may not give as long a tick protection as they do flea protection, especially in the 12-week one. But most of the others good for a month are good for a month. Heartworm. So what I recommend doing is if you live in an area that has a lot of mosquitoes, you definitely want to get your pets on heartworm prevention. Heartworm is a killer, and it's so preventable. It's so easily preventable with just a once-a-month treatment. And um, these treatments are, are usually chewable pills, very tasty. Your dogs will not object. And um, I still recommend at least an annual heartworm test. And again, let's talk these companies that make these fantastic products. Most of them will guarantee their products, meaning that if you can prove that your pet's been on this medication regularly, and once a year you can show that they have been tested negative for heartworm, if they should come down with heartworm, despite being on the product, then they will pay for treatment. So it's really a a win-win proposition. So I'd recommend since heartworm is deadly, since it is very, very expensive to treat, and I mean very expensive, you're talking, you know, 10, 12, 15 bucks a month for prevention versus over $1,000 to treat. I mean, come on, really? That's how easy it is. So I would uh, highly recommend speak to your veterinarian if you live in a mosquito area. And you'll know, just go outside on, like this evening, Sunday evening, beautiful, seven o'clock, go outside, poke out and read, all right? See how many mosquitoes you have to swat. And then you'll know that you'd have to get your pets on heartworm prevention. Anyway, that's it. That's all we have time for today. Thanks for joining me here on Pet Life Radio's Ask the Vets with Dr. Jeff. Once again, if you want to get a hold of me, Dr. Jeff at PetLifeRadio.com, Dr. Jeff at Pet Life Radio. Thanks again to our new sponsor, Perfume Premium, P-A-W-F-U-M-E-P-R-E-M-I-U-M, Perfume Premium. Uh, check us out. If you have any questions, you can always get a hold of me about the products or what product to buy, um, just anything about your pet. Um, I'm pretty available. Just get a hold of me here on Pet Life Radio. Have a great week, everybody. We'll see you next week right here. Same bat time, same bat channel here on Pet Life Radio's Ask the Vets with Dr. Jeff. Take care. Let's Talk Pets, every week on demand 
only on PetLifeRadio.com. <laughs>